Welcome to the Worship Leader Probs Podcast, where we aim to entertain, encourage, and equip worship and tech leaders all around the world. Look, we all know that serving in worship and production is great, but the problems, those are real. Thanks for joining us as we dive into today's episode with our host, Brian Tabor. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 213 of the Worship Leader Probs podcast. It's 2023 and we are getting out with a bang this week, so I hope you're ready. The three E's will be ever present. It would be so obtuse of us if they weren't. I mean, entertain, encourage, and equip. That's what we're here to do. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Big Yonsei. That was a fancy word. Obtuse. So, so yeah. fancy. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. I like uh, it. I'm gonna I'm trying to use it every day. Did you get that like word of the day toilet paper or something? Where <laughs> <laughs> you're trying to work a new word into your everyday vocabulary. Hey, I didn't, but if you're looking for a last minute gift for Big Tasty, that yeah, would be he would love that. <laughs> yeah, word of the day. It's so good. It's so good to be here. 2023 is is off to a great start. I think especially today with what we have going on. Like you said, oh, man. got those three E's. So we're going to be sharing some laughs. We want to help entertain you. Uh, looking at prayer concerns, again, highlight of every week. I cannot wait to hear um, <laughs> what we've got in store there. We're going to be sharing some resources because we want to help equip you with ministry. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got a DM uh, that we're going to be tackling how to cope with stress in ministry. That's not Oof. something any of us can relate to. Right. Nobody has stress. Nobody's stressed. No, nobody is. Yeah. How obtuse. <laughs> so we're going to be tackling that. And then we're going to be sharing a conversation that we got to have with the one and only Benjamin Hastings. It's a personal favorite of mine. Oh, and man. maybe you don't so know good. who he is. Okay. Three words. So will I. Yeah. <laughs> He's, he so is Mr. So will I. Four words. Um, oh, praise the name. <laughs> oh, man. oh, we could do this all day. One word. Gratitude. <laughs> Like another three, the father's house. Yeah. Okay. See, so maybe I mean, you haven't, guys, <laughs> maybe you didn't know his name, but you probably know some of those. So yeah. He is happening. He is. He is. So some great yeah. stuff going on. Yeah. It's going to be great. And speaking of great, let me tell you about our friends at Planning Center. Okay, fam, it's time to talk about Planning Center. So if you're a worship pastor, maybe you're thinking, I'm already using services. What are we doing talking about Planning Center? Okay, well, did you know that with services, you can also have free access to another incredibly powerful product called People? With People, you can create a volunteer pipeline to get new volunteers through their application process and then assign to a team. In People, you can create an online form to get new volunteers, a workflow to help you walk them step-by-step through the application and training process, and then automatically add them to services so you can get them scheduled. And that's just one way you can use People. So give it a try. Learn more at planningcenter.com pipeline. And remember, if your church is looking for tools to help with things like giving, small group chat, event signups, live streaming, and custom reporting, Planning Center has tools for that too. So let your church administrator know. Check out planningcenter.com. So Jennifer. Yeah. I have uh, 
little bit of a bone to pick with you today. I just want to hang of on. All of our As I say, you're doing it the biblical way too. Yeah, um, yeah, exactly. Right in front of everyone. Yeah, after we've hit record, not before. On video, on video <laughs> and audio and everything. So I have learned from the socials that you have something big coming out. I do, yeah. Here sometime soon. Yeah. Uh, I All these episodes, how many episodes have you been on now? Over a hundred. Over a hundred. And before that, you made fun of us for probably a hundred, a (laughs) hundred. So, I mean, this is like, we first met online in like 18 or 19. Yes. You know, we've traveled the country. Our families are going to Disney World together here in just a few weeks. Yes. And yet you have this, so what, what I'm painting a picture of, there was a certain level of friendship that I just assumed was present. between us. Right. Like nice biblical friendship. Okay. And now I have to log on to Instagram to find out <laughs> that you're releasing music. I haven't heard any bit of it. I don't know anything about it. What the heck, man? <laughs> you're wanting that the, is, ins- you want the inside connection. You want- I mean, give me a real, like a 30 second clip or something. It's so obtuse of you to just oh do God. this and not even share it. <laughs> Okay, well, let me sh- let me tell you this. What in the actual heck, man? You know my personal struggle with Dropbox, right? You're you're oh my, you're Lord. well acquainted. You're not blaming this on Dropbox. <laughs> <laughs> the the master file is in Dropbox, and yeah. the exercise I have to go through to try and figure out how to share it because we you know this about me that yeah, I have yeah, yeah. Dropbox and I have beef with each other yeah. that we can't keep, seem to get by. Um, keep painting. Keep painting. Keep painting. <laughs> So here's the deal. We we have a mutual friend who is a Dropbox ninja. Yeah. Allie. Mm-hmm. Allie. It's Allie B, man. Right. She's a ninja. She is. And she will cut you with excellence. Yeah. But here's the deal. You could say to her, hey, Allie, why don't you give, give Brian a little, so give you Brian know a little sampler. You want to know what's funny is Allie has heard it herself. I, I don't doubt it. Because I, uh, I did manage There's probably to get any it. number of people <laughs> on the streets of Phoenix who are just walking around streaming it on their phones. <laughs> and here all of a sudden I'm over here like a doink in Indiana, spending time with you virtually every single week. Not even <laughs> a sampler. I just man. like, I just like the idea that, well, think about it because you're on the East coast. Yeah. 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 Paint, keep painting. Keep you're going to have access to it before everybody in Phoenix does. I like the idea sure, of sure. this Thursday night, you're sitting there with bated breath yeah. watching Apple music or Spotify, whichever your preference is. And you're just going to show your love and support for your friend by, you know, just listening then. That's, that's what I've told and I myself. Guess my assumption always was that I was like one of the few, but now <laughs> apparently I'm just one of the crowd. That's, that's, that's what Yonsei is telling us I, today, I'll guys. get it to you. I'll get it to you. Whatever. I, maybe I, I, I don't, don't want it now. Maybe I don't want it. <laughs> oh my maybe I don't even want to listen to it. Wow. Hurt, very okay. hurtful. I'll just, very send, hurtful. I'll just send very it to obtuse. Kim. I'm just going to send it to Kim. <laughs> Thank goodness. That was quite the bone to pick. I'm yeah, wow. a little bit of a bone, a little bit of a little bit of a bone. Little, you have little, a spirit of offense and, and I really think you need to take it to Jesus. And well, know. first I thought I'd take it to Jen. Right. right. And then I think maybe Jen should take it to Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. I've wounded you. Brian. Okay. That was right. not my intention. It is what it is. It that is was what not it my is. intention. The, the offense has been laid. Okay. The, the, uh, the offense is, okay. is 
wow, I don't, I don't know how we're going to recover from this. I don't either. I don't either. I mean, maybe buy me something in Disney World, you know, <laughs> like a little piece, a little piece offering, olive okay. branch. Okay. Okay. You I'll know, work on that. I wouldn't hate one of those Mickey Mouse ice cream sandwiches. I'll tell you, I wouldn't right. hate that. I'll work on my piece offering. Okay. I'll work on All it. All right. We're working on it. We're working on it. <laughs> we are excited for you. Thank you. The fam, the nation, the yeah. community. We are excited. Yeah. I'm excited. So, this Friday. You know, just, this Friday. Yeah. The 13th. Friday the 13th. That's a bold choice, man. Hey, it's it works though. You know, the devil doesn't own that day. <laughs> oh, come on. Yeah, preach. So yeah, Friday the 13th. Preach. Look for awesome. my song Awaken coming out. Awaken. Awaken. Okay. Yep. So maybe one of these days I will awaken to a Dropbox link. Yes. Maybe you will. Maybe you maybe. will. Maybe. Perhaps. Perhaps. We'll see. Okay. <laughs> right. So, okay, guys, speaking of links, at the link in our bio is a bunch of stuff. It's access to all kinds of tools. One of the tools that we're really excited about is the Overflow Worship Leader Startup Toolkit. You know our friend Andrea Olson. She is uh, doing some really great work in churches all over and helping to to train worship leaders. And uh, she's just a great person. So we partnered with her and we created this online resource for you. It's six sessions. What better time than the start of a new year? Jump in, uh, get some refreshers, or especially if you're a new leader, if you're newly positioned as a leader in your church, jump into the toolkit. You can get that link in our bio. It'll be great for you. Um, and there are a couple other links to tell you about. January 20th and 21st, we'll be at the Refuel Conference at Bethel University in Mishawaka, Indiana. Now, if you watched the live that I did with David Cummings from Refuel, you know that you have homework, right? And that is, what can we do related to cold weather and Jennifer? Oh, my. What can we be what ready for? What is this for? game? <laughs> what, can be, what can we be ready for? at refuel because Jen is from the desert and she's right. coming to the cold, right? I'm terrified. She's coming to the cold. <laughs> uh, so we're going to be there. John Egan, Rita Springer, Andy Rozier. Um, it's just going to be Amazing. unreal. So yeah. the link is in our bio. Join us. You can still get tickets. And then later that week, January 24th through the 26th, we're going to be at the WAVE conference. Worship Audio Visual Experience is what WAVE stands for. And uh, you've got AVL instructors. There's going to be some some worship stuff like uh, Jen's preaching a breakout session about hiding things from your friends. Right. Yeah. Like It'll how be to, a good one. How to yeah, not how to, let your friends in on on the things that you're passionate about. That's exactly. Yeah, remember that list, this little light of mine. I'm going to let it shine. <laughs> Her thing is the opposite of that. It's the. <laughs> It's the, it's the bizarro world. This little light of mine is what her, her, oh, yeah. No, yeah. Don't miss it. You're going to want to hear don't that. Don't miss it. Don't miss it. Uh, but we, we're going to be emceeing that wave conference and we're recording at both of those conferences. We're recording a podcast and it's going to be with live people in the room. Bring your questions. It's mm -hmm. going to be an absolute straight gas. No yeah. breaks. Straight gas. No breaks. You know what else is straight gas? What's that? Kind of mad at myself for using that phrase. I feel like I finally caved <laughs> to the peer pressure, but I think it's, it's so time good. for prayer concerns. 
Prayer Concerns is brought to you by our friends at Five Words Media. They're the amazing people that bring you free church AV. Five Words Media is also the official AVL integrator of Worship Leader Props. Now, if your church is planning an upgrade to your production gear, or maybe you have a new building in the works, start with a call or an email to the team at Five Words Media. They're the best in the biz, and they will do an incredible job of finding the right gear to help your church realize their vision of making a greater impact for the kingdom. Just consider them as an extension of your church production team, and they'll focus on the five words that clients experience with every project they do. Those five words are see, hear, feel, design, and build. Just click the link in our bio and then click on the link for Five Words Media to get started today. Man, you guys are just the best prayer concerns. We love it. So if you're new to the podcast, thanks for finding us. We're so glad you're here. Prayer concerns. We all get roasted by our congregation from time to time. Sometimes it's based on a misunderstanding. Sometimes it's based on stuff that you did that they didn't like. Sometimes it's based on stuff that they wish you had done that you didn't do. You never really know how it's coming, but they're coming. And so one of our E's is entertain. We want to just remind you you're not alone and we're all going to laugh together with you, not at, at you. Maybe maybe there are some people out there who laugh at you. We're not among them. We're just laughing with you. So people share these. You can go to worshipleaderprobs.com, click on the prayer concerns uh, menu item and submit yours there. We'll never share your name or your church's name. So let's dive right in. Prayer concern number one. Got this just before Christmas and it says, are we going to sing traditional Christmas songs at the Christmas Eve service or those newer ones? <laughs> I need to know because I'm planning my Christmas Eve. Right. <laughs> kind of playing their hands. I don't know. You know? Yeah. I don't have yeah. space for those new things. <laughs> 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 Nothing new. Going straight, straight old school. I love that they asked. I just. <laughs> oh, gosh. Gotta love it, man. Yeah, you're right. I'm planning out my night. Yeah. Do I include. Yeah. Of it's like, oh, am I going to skip Christmas Eve service if they're doing that new stuff? <laughs> yeah, I might. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Okay. Number two, prayer concern number two. Recently, I got a comment that said, this music sounds like depressing funeral music. <laughs> We've got, gotten a few of those lately. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know what song. Band. Yeah, <laughs> what right. Song. Yeah, Sounds if that like was the... yours, we need to know what song that yeah, was. Yeah, please, please DM us. Yeah, right. Oh my gosh. Right? Okay, number three. Uh, number three. A friend of mine uh, recently had an exchange with his uh, senior pastor after one of their services, and so the pastor went back to the sound tech and told him that he needed to fix the mix because it didn't sound right. When the sound person asked, well, what's wrong? The senior pastor looked him in the eye and said, the music is too music-y. <laughs> what's that even mean, man? <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, is it, you can right. hear the instruments too clearly? Yeah, like what does like, that wait, mean? Wait, wait, what does that mean? A little too music-y. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So is he wanting more noise? <laughs> Yeah, right. Just crank I mean, like, them subs so it's just uh, muffled. Brother, what are you, what are you saying to me, <laughs> oh brother? Oh my gosh. Wow. Okay. Number four, prayer concern number four. I got this feedback from somebody. I didn't come to the Christmas Eve service because you guys weren't doing classic Christmas carols. 
And by the way, three out of the four songs were classic Christmas <laughs> carols. 75%, man. 75%. Nope. Yeah. No, unless it's 100. <laughs> baseball, that'll put you in the Hall of Fame, man, but not for this person. It sounds You're like not. they need to link up with Prayer Concern number one guy and <laughs> spend Christmas Eve together. That's what it sounds right. like. <laughs> Remember the one where the guy said, I want you to sing that Andrew Peterson song, Is He Worthy? And if you, if and I will be adding an extra staff member to this email chain every, time every you week don't. until you do, yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's kind of, those guys need to yeah, link up and they should take, link up. Maybe that's their strategy. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Here's the last one. The bottom of the pudding cup prayer concern. Number five on Christmas Eve, we did a very stripped down worship set with keys, guitars, and vocals. I had someone come up to me afterwards and say, wow, I didn't know you could actually sing. Your harmonies were great. And I guess that's nice, but I've been on the worship team for two years. <laughs> <laughs> didn't, didn't know two you years. could actually sing. Didn't think you could actually, after two years of seeing you up there. <laughs> wow. Oh, Lord, have mercy. So, fam, those are prayer concerns. Please keep sending yours in. You can always do that uh, uh, through the link in our bio, or you can just head over to worshipleaderprobs.com, click on the prayer concerns tab, or you can DM those to us on any of the socials as well. Well, it's time to unpack one of your questions as we slide into the DMs. Sliding into the DMs is brought to you by Marshall Electronics. For over 40 years, Marshall has been designing high-quality video cameras and equipment for live productions of all sizes. Marshall has been a sponsor of Free Church AV since the very beginning, and they continue to support the mission. Marshall is well-known for its miniature CV500 series cameras that offer excellent video quality in a very small package. Mount them over a drum kit or a keyboard or a mic stand. You can put them almost anywhere you need to add an interesting perspective to your church or live event, all at an extremely affordable price. The new miniature CV566 camera can be seen on this season's install of Free Church AV, featuring the latest in Sony sensor technology with easy setup and operation. Go check out the Marshall family of cameras at the link in our bio. So DMs are always open, as you know, and uh, you may or may not be aware, we have started a private uh, community group on Facebook, and I hope you'll join us over there. Um, we're just having uh, maybe some uh, some deeper questions than we can have on you know Instagram with 100,000 people following and all that kind of stuff. And so uh, this, uh, this came out of the, the Facebook community group. So if you want to join us, click the link in our bio, you can join us there. Um, and so the question is, how do you cope with the stress of ministry? Mm. First of all, I was shocked to hear that somebody is dealing with stress. Oh, I know that just seems related so, to ministry. Yeah, that's that's an anomaly. Kidding. Totally <laughs> kidding. Right. Um, I also yeah. I had to laugh Oof. though, because I don't know if we're the best people to ask, given that memeing <laughs> was the way to cope with the stress of ministry. Yeah. <laughs> Find a healthy, find a healthy, find a healthy out outlet, find an outlet. <laughs> well, we got, we got some great feedback and some great answers to this question in the, uh, the WOP community group. And mm -hmm. so, you know, we've got people in here who are having conversations with their doctors about dealing with stress. And, yeah. um, we've got people that are bivocational who are dealing with that and, um, related to scheduling, you know, mm -hmm. one that's also common is, uh, 
having trouble sleeping on Saturday night just because of the weight of what you're going into tomorrow. And so right, yeah. on Sunday, so like, man, how do you cope with stress? Mm. I don't think there's just a one size fits all mm-hmm. type of solution because we're all very unique and we're individuals. So something that mm-hmm. helps or works for me might not work, you know, yeah. for you. So I do think that one, maybe you like, Re, like release that kind of idea. Like if I could just find the one thing that will help me, cause it, it might not be the same thing, you know? Um, but I do think we have to kind of look for what are, what are steps we can take? What are things that can help? I would say some, one of the biggest things that has helped me is better boundaries, mm-hmm. um, better boundaries emotionally. Um, there was even times, there's been times in ministry where I've actually had to like say to myself and then even say to people I'm mentoring, like, listen, here's, here's the boundary. I'm not Jesus. I can't do everything for you. I can't meet every need. I can't answer every question. I'm very aware of what my limits are. And actually even saying that helped me to kind of set a better boundary within myself to go, I, I can love this person. I care for this person. I'm praying for them. I'm supporting them, but I have to even be acquainted with where's, where's my own limit. Um, yeah. Boundaries emotionally. You know, I think that <clears throat> we are passionate about what we do. We love God. We love his people. We love the church. We all want ministry to be successful. We don't, I don't think any of us hope that Sunday morning rolls around and it's just a complete wreck. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think an emotional boundary is kind of going, um, I've done what I can to prepare. Me worrying about it isn't going to bring any level of success, you know? So guarding ourselves emotionally. um, Mm -hmm. And then maybe even uh, relational boundaries as far as, you know, ministry is, Josh and I talk about this a lot. Ministry doesn't happen between nine to five, unfortunately. Yep. A lot of, yep. you know, a lot of jobs do and, and, you know, not every single one, but ministry is, it, it's a 24 hours a day type of thing. Um, and I don't ever think people are going to set a boundary for us. We have to kind of put those guardrails in mm-hmm. for ourselves. And again, kind of like realizing that limit of what I can do. And we do need to um, have times where we guard ourselves. You know, um, one thing I did years ago is I started using the do not disturb function on my phone mm-hmm. because I would get texts at two in the morning and it would wake me up and it's something church related and, um, and I, it would disturb my sleep. And then the second I read it, I'm locked into that. And so I started using do not disturb so that when it is time for sleep, I can sleep. And, you know, yeah. so yeah. maybe that's probably like the, the biggest tool I have is looking at your life and going, what boundaries can I put in place that might help at least to ease some of the stress I'm feeling. Yeah, that's so good. That's so good. Tool have having tools around you. You know, right. um, stress is going to come. It's right. going to happen. It is. Um, it and it might be seasonal, or it might be when there's a big service coming up. You know, yep. um, I, I would I would offer two two things. I think you need to have your people, and you need to have a plan for how you cope with it when it happens, because it's coming. Yeah. Um, Jen brought, brought Jesus up, you know, the greatest example that we have, Jesus had uh, the 12, you know, that he was surrounded with, he poured himself into, he did life with those 12. There were lots of other people that he ministered to and loved and, and cared for and healed and did all those things. Uh, So what I'm, you, you've got to have your people, Mm -hmm. you got to have people around you that, help you recognize the signs that, and one of the things that I think uh, a lot of people don't take advantage of or don't put in place is they they don't have people around them that have access to their lives. Yeah. You have to have people around you who have access to you and they can 
They can, you, you stop when they talk and they can say to you, Hey, I notice you're getting a little short with people. What's yeah. going on? Yeah. You need, you need people in your life who you give permission to ask you hard questions. Mm-hmm. That's not every single person in your congregation. You need a small group of people around you. So that's my first, you need people. Mm-hmm. Secondly, you need a plan. Uh, so many of us, myself included, if left to our own devices, um, and if I get stressed, man, I'm hitting that Taco Bell drive-through like yeah. every day, <laughs> that, all that late day. Night, that late night right? Taco Bell. <laughs> right. And you know, the street team knows. I used to always post pictures of, yep. I'm on my way home from rehearsal and here's a selfie Taco of me Bell. in the Taco Bell drive-through, <laughs> right? That's not g- good for me to do on, right. like a, a, on the regular. So mm-hmm. you need to have a plan for, okay, if I find myself stressed, what am I going to do? Jen mentioned using the do not disturb feature on your phone. That's fantastic. That means uh, guarding with fierce determination your day off, your yeah. your Sabbath, because the, the, the Sabbath is, is a work day for you. Yep. Sunday is not a day where, you know, you've got to have a Sabbath rest in your life. Mm-hmm. Guard that. Guarding time with your family. Guarding uh, the things that give you life not the things that take away from you. You you have to guard and protect those things. My So my two uh, points of advice would be you need people and you need a plan. Yeah, that's good. I uh, say I wish I'd come up with a P for mine because that would have been beautiful, <laughs> but I didn't. Poo not disturb. <laughs> Poo not disturb. <laughs> and now we ruined it. <laughs> oh, Exactly. Uh, well, let's let's head into the the final segment of our podcast, and here is our conversation with Benjamin Hastings. And today's interview is brought to you by our friends at Elation Lighting. Elation is a fantastic company that has also been a sponsor of Free Church AV from the very beginning. Since 1992, Elation has developed and engineered the most complete toolbox of conventional and intelligent stage lighting, LED lighting, and video and atmospheric effects products for many industries, including houses of worship. The new KL Profile FC features over 10,500 lumens, full-spectrum color mixing, and ultra-wide zoom range of 6 degrees to 50 degrees. So no matter the distance from the light to your platform, Elation has you covered. This fixture also includes 10 glass gobos. Elation's mission is simple. Provide the best-in-class products and superior customer service, supporting churches and designers with the tools they need to achieve their vision. Check out the new KL Profile FC and the whole array of Elation products at the link in our bio. Well, the Worship Leader Probs podcast is excited to have Benjamin William Hastings with us, man. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. We're going to have- got the, He got the full name. <laughs> right? <laughs> All of it. All of it. We are so excited. We've been looking forward to this. We had a chance to kind of connect with you a little bit on the um, the red carpet at the Doves. And yep. I'll be honest, I was geeking out um, because I'm a, huge, <laughs> I'm a huge fan. That feels weird to say, but um, we've just been so excited to uh, have yeah, this conversation. Absolutely. So- Welcome. Um, as Jen said, we had a couple of minutes to catch up on the red car- carpet at the Doves, and that just made us look forward to chatting uh, even more. I-, I told you before we hit record, I was at the uh, concert in Indianapolis just a couple of weeks ago, and I really have run out of words to describe what I experienced that night. It was really incredible. And I just have to tell you, that moment when you led So Will I, 
goodness gracious, man. Um, <laughs> I, I just, I'm always curious. Like when you write us, when you've written a song like that, that has, that is so gigantic. What, what is it like to, to lead like you, th- that moment when you kind of drop your mic and hear thousands of people singing something you wrote, what, what is that experience like? Yeah. I mean, I, it's honestly really surreal. Um, and, and yeah, it's, there's kind of, it's, it's a really, it's really special. Like it's hard. It is hard to kind of articulate what that, what that's like. Even I, actually, I feel like the first time I probably properly experienced that I wasn't even on stage. I was, uh, it was at a conference and, um, they started doing praise the name, which I mm, mm. had a, like a played a little part in that. And I was sitting kind of up the, at the very top of this, it was a really big sort of room in Australia. And, um, and I remember just like hearing, it would have been like 20, 30,000 people like kind of singing this chorus. And it was, it was my, like, I remember just standing there being like, what is happening right now? Like, this is, (laughs) this is so weird and wild. And then I think at one point there's, I think there's a point as a, maybe as a, um, as a writer where you feel like you give over the song. So it's almost like, Mm. like, a um, I I guess it's almost like a kid that like moves out of home. Not that I know what that feels like yet, but (laughs) but, um, I feel like that's what it would be like, where it's like, you're still like, you're still my, you're still mine, but you're not Mm. anymore. You know, you're like doing your own thing. And it's kind of what it feels like. So when you hear it, it's, it's almost like a, a, a surprise or, um, I don't know if that's a good way to explain it, but yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's fine. Probably just you just stand there like in awe of. I can't <laughs> there, imagine. There's probably yeah. that feeling of I can't believe I helped to write this, but then that like return and awe of God of who He is because yeah. you know He takes songs where He wants them and exactly. Yeah. There's that. There's that, that. It always makes me think of it. In um, there's that line, and so will I near the end. Like I can see your heart and everything you've done. And that's obviously talking about the greater picture of, of like God and the gospels and, and everything. But in the moment where I get to kind of sing it, it kind of, it feels like it's really easy to contextualize that to that moment and be like, oh, wow. Like, thank you, God, for this, for letting me be a part of this, for letting me um, be here with these people. Uh, yeah, it's really, it's really special. I never take it. I never take that um, lightly. I don't, I don't think I, I, and I don't mean that in like a, uber or like a like a faux humble way i mean it in the way that it's like it's actually too kind of shocking every time i get to um especially be out in the road with the united guys and um, Mm and get to sing that song it feels it's 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 impossible to take that for granted well and people people all over had their like phone lights on and i'm standing back watching it was overwhelming to me i can't imagine being in your seat and watching all that happened that it was just absolutely incredible i was overcome man it was fantastic a lot of fun brian kind of hopped on the so will i train a little bit late in the journey but uh (laughs) (laughs) he was texting me the next day like oh my gosh so will i i've had it on repeat but okay so it's an incredible song i'm just gonna throw some numbers out there it's been streamed globally more than 600 million times 
Oh, wow. Eventually, we'll probably get to that 100 billion times for that one. Billion, but, right? uh, <laughs> let's go. Let's make it happen. <laughs> let's, get, let's make it happen. But you've also been a part of so many other songs. The Father's House, um, which is on Corey Asbury's project. Gratitude by Brandon Lake. And as you said earlier, um, Oh, Praise the Name. So, and so many others. So many other seasons, which I put on repeat, especially this time of year. Just so many incredible songs. So you're writing your lyrics. They're so poetic. They're so moving. And so what we're curious about is what, what sort of stirs you and motivates you um, creatively? Like, how do you keep, you know, I, would, I you know, you, you have more to give after so a lot. You have more to give after gratitude. All of, how do you keep I, I just stirring creativity with inside, inside of your own heart? Yeah. You know, it's funny about what you said that I, I remember, um, so I was still kind of one of the, it wasn't one of the first songs I wrote, but it was still like, it was early on in kind of my journey. I remember Joel, after we wrote it, he, um, he turned to me and he was like, you know, we're never going to write a better song than that. Right. And I was, <laughs> I was like, you cannot say that to me. Not. Right. Like, I was like, I need it. <laughs> so um, so I, but I do feel like that's a pitfall is like trying to rewrite the same songs and try to like, mm -hmm. um, replicate like success and in inverted commas. Um, I, I try to always like, um, really for me, the songs that have, that have meant something, um, and the songs that have kind of, I think gone on and meant something to other people as well are the ones that started with some kind of seed of, um, I guess revelation would be the best way to put it. Like mm -hmm. some kind of uh, truth about God or it's kind of a truth about the universe that then reflects God or mm -hmm. some kind of, or some kind of underlying thing that kind of articulates what it is to be a human and in the big mm -hmm. story of God, whatever the, um, it's when it starts with one of those little seeds, I think they, and they tend to be the things that, that I end up caring about the most. And so I try to look for those and it's when I'm writing, I'm almost like fishing for that. And it could start in a lot of ways. We could start by just, I don't always have that when we start the song, but the whole time it's like fishing for those little kind of, um, like the, it's almost like the cornerstone of each, of each song, I think to come back to. And, um, and so that's what kind of, that's, that is also what drives me. I think as a, in songwriting, I realized a while ago when I was, I was teaching at a college and I realized that it felt very similar to writing songs. Like if I was, there'd be like a, I have to do a lecture, but I'd have like a key sort of takeaway that I wanted people to get from that lecture. Mm -hmm. And everything was kind of pointing back to that in some respect. And I realized, I think the thing that drives me in songwriting is almost like the, um, is that it feels a bit like teaching. It's, it's almost like the same thing in that it's like, there's this one little, Thing that mm -hmm. I want to articulate, mm -hmm. um, and it's my kind of job to articulate that through the metaphors and and making it something that's going to resonate with people. Mm. And so, yeah, that's kind of what that's been the thing over these years that has kind of driven me. So, with seasons, that was a big that was a big part of that one. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and yeah, it's kind of finding those those seeds, and they're mm. they're fun because they like they're the things that kind of changed me as well. You know, it's like when you find one of those revelations, it's like that then has an impact on your life and mm -hmm. the way that you see God and the way that you see the world. Um, and so, yeah, that's kind of the funnest part of it. Mm -hmm. Man, that's incredible. What a gift. What a gift. 
Um, well, you, you just released your debut solo yeah. self-titled record yeah. and, uh, we hope our listeners will go buy a copy of it. We always encourage that. And guys, it's only 25 tracks. Yeah. <laughs> it's only 25 <laughs> tracks. So put on this record and just let it lead you, man. Um, what, so what, what do you, what is your hope? Like, I know it's a kind of a collect, it's a collection of a lot of different kinds of songs. What's your hope that people will take away with, from listening to this? Yeah. Um, okay. That's a good question. There, there's a lot. Um, there's obviously a lot in it being 25 song for me. I set out and I, I really only started writing it because I felt like there was these songs kind of popping up in me that didn't really fit anywhere else. Like I couldn't give them to another artist because it, it, they were kind of my, very much my story. And I didn't feel like they fit with United. Some of them maybe could have, but for the most part, the things that, especially the ones that started it, they didn't really make sense there. And so I felt like I had to try and give voice to these. And I was probably the only one that could, um, that it would feel sincere to give voice to because they were such personal sort of songs. Um, and in that was really the journey of me. It was a lot of stuff, but I was really wrestling with God, wrestling with a lot of um, diets, imposter syndrome, like just all of these things. And my hope is that when people hear it, they maybe feel a little less crazy in their, in their diets or in when they have those moments and they have those mm -hmm. feelings because I was, um, there's that line in faith is it starts with saying, I'm not a lost sheep. I just feel alone in the flock. Mm. And it's kind of, my hope is especially for those people that when they find themselves in those positions, maybe on the fringes, maybe like they're, 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 yeah, they're in their own wrestle with God. And it's on, it's, it's so that they can feel maybe a bit more normal in that. Sorry, I'm repeating myself, mm. but no, my kind of like, I, I think we all saw this in, in, the pandemic was life was just motoring on. And then we have this crazy thing happen. Everything stalls, everything stops. And so you're left with your thoughts and yeah. a lot of people went in, they reevaluated their lives and they reprioritized, reprioritized a lot of stuff, which I think is probably really healthy and good. Mm -hmm. It's probably like a really nice brain brick for a lot of people to kind of get things right and in order. But I think in that, you know, that comes with this whole other side where you stop and you realize, well, actually, maybe I have been mistreated by my church or, or maybe that thing that I, that I thought about God, maybe I've, maybe that's not quite how I view it anymore. And how am I going to reconcile that with, with mm -hmm. this? It was just, I think people were left with the, the other side of the, um, that coin, if you will. And I think in it, a lot of people kind of grew cynical and cold to, towards even the church, maybe not even necessarily mm -hmm. God, but in the, in the organization of it all. And I actually understand a lot of those criticisms and critiques, but the, but the thing about when you, when you pull the rug like that, it's really easy to, to kind of get a bit dark, to get cynical, to get, mm -hmm. um, to start blaming the things around you. And my, as I was kind of going through my own wrestles and my own struggles in everything, I am, I find that happening in myself. Like I find myself kind of, and I, but I would fight it with everything I had because I, 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 I just know that I'm not a good person when I'm like cynical and I'm not a good. It's not the mm -hmm. best version of me, and it really eats mm -hmm. away at you. And it like it's just not, it's not fun. Mm -hmm. and, um, yeah. and so I was fighting for like the the light, if you will, 
Um, there's that line at the start of hold on your heads. We're going to lie in the dirt, but we'll stare at the stars. Mm -hmm. um, to me, that art articulates it. It's like trying your very best, even though life gets messy, even though, mm -hmm. you know, there's moments where you're going to have to get down into the dirt. I think to try and see the stars in the middle of that is really the, is the goal and is the, is the hope. And so all I have to say, I really hope people in those fringy kind of places, like I was, hear this and think, well, maybe there is a way I can stay connected to my church and, and move forward. Or, or maybe there is a way I can stay connected to God through whatever it is I'm feeling. Or, um, or maybe I'm not crazy. Like maybe there's other people feeling these kind of same things too. And, um, and I think there's something comforting in that. I definitely know when I've, um, when I've heard people sh share their, their struggles and their, um, when they get vulnerable about these things they've been through, it doesn't make you feel like I, I never feel, uh, what would be the way to say it? I don't know. It just, it kind of makes you feel more normal in, in your own. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, that's kind of, the hope. Yeah. and then I do think, I think if that's not where you're at, I do hope there's something in there for you as well. I mean, it's 25 songs, mm -hmm. so it's not. <laughs> right. 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 Odds are, there's got odds are it's got, it's got something for everybody. Yeah, surely. Well, I was, I, I, cause I've listened to the whole project a couple of times and I was just struck by the vulnerability. And I think that that's what, there's a difference. You can tell when you're listening to something and someone has lived through an experience and from that experience, even if they're still processing, they write and they, you know, they create out of it. There's something so authentic that yeah. you can connect to. So even if I'm not feeling like, you know, kind of like a sheep who's lost within the flock, there was, there has been a, that's not where I'm currently in, but Oh, I know there's been times in my life where mm -hmm. I can relate to that. And I think that that's something that's just so beautiful about your record is the vulnerability, the authenticity. There's, um, I have the track list pulled up right now because um, your song Anyway, and then going into Only One Response, and then David Leonard pops in. Mm -hmm. I was driving when I was listening to those two back to back. And I almost was like, I'm going to, I need to stop for a <laughs> second because I was like, Holy cow. Cause anyway, was already just like, man, this is so good. And then it rolled into that next thing where I'm like, what is happening? We're having a moment. Here. <laughs> um, so it's just, uh, it was just absolutely beautiful. So I love man, su I love such a, such an incredible, um, record. Um, all right. So, uh, we've, we've talked a little bit about how you've, um, you've been on tour with Tomlin and United you're heading out with Cody Carnes in 2023. Yeah. That is, uh, no, that is awesome. Um, so what else are you really excited about? Yeah. Okay. So I've got that tour with Cody, which I'm really stoked about. We've, um, we've already been kind of texting and we had a call the other week about it and set list and it's going to be really fun. Not long mm -hmm. after that, I'm also going out with Brandon Lake. So oh, man. that's going to be awesome. Wow. Um, that needs to be sponsored by big, sexy hair. Or <laughs> like, right. Come on. That's a sponsorship opportunity just waiting hair, to happen. Curly wavy hair product or something. Yeah, come on, man. <laughs> That's really funny. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited about that. And um, and yeah, we've got some things with United that we're talking about for the back half of next year that haven't fully been confirmed yet, so I don't, so I don't know if I can say, but um, perhaps getting overseas and doing some fun stuff. So yeah, I'm really excited about that. I'm actually really excited. I honestly don't think I've had a day off in like be coming up on a year properly. Wow. <laughs> so, wow. Oh like I when I I mean I've had the odd Saturday, but um <laughs> and I, I I mean I've Saturday with two kids and a big dog. Right, it, right. I don't know if yeah. it's been, it's ever been a like a 
I haven't been lying in a deck chair. Let's put it like that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, Do you know um, if any of those tours, Cody and Brandon, are you coming to the West Coast at all? Um, Do you have Do you have any idea of the cities? I feel like the Brandon one, maybe. I don't think the Cody one makes it over that far. But the, dang, dang. <laughs> I'm always making jokes. I'm like, man, Phoenix is always getting left out. <laughs> All the tours are always hanging out kind of on the uh, East Coast side of the country. I feel like. Oh, yeah, Brandon, we're going to Phoenix. Yes. Okay. Nice. Okay. Um, so I'll be there for the the big hair tour. Can hit right. That one. <laughs> yeah, Jen, you got to curl it up for that night, man. And then Cody, sorry, I'm checking my own Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I could have just done that rather than. (laughs) I want to know this. Uh, Where's the Cody one? Oh, it's a video. Okay, I'll not watch that because then we're just going to hear us. Right. (laughs) But um, I'm, you know, I'm pretty. Oh, you know what? If the Brandon one's going to Phoenix, then I don't think the the Cody one is. Gotcha. Yeah. So we gotta we gotta reach out to Cody's people. Yeah, yeah. You know, right. Come get on, on the man. phone and just find out what's happening. Come Why, on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you you've you've been able to uh, okay tour around. You hung out with the United guys. Anybody who has watched anything from the United guys knows you you guys have a good time. Um, so I'm sure you have to have some sort of a story, something funny that's happened. The train really got off the tracks. Is there any story you can share with us? Um, Things just going wrong. I'm sure there's been something. How long do you have? Oh, we have all the time in the world. <laughs> Take your time. I've got, I mean, I've got so many stories actually, especially from this last, like we had so much fun, especially on this last leg. I feel like we had more fun together than we've ever had. It just was, mm. we were laughing just nonstop. Um, I mean, I have years of stories and most of them are like train wreck stories. We got one. Um, and some people might remember this. Okay. So we, <laughs> this is a long story. So, um, we did passion. It was 2019 into 2020. Mm. Oh. Um, mm. and we were doing the moment where it, uh, turned over into the new year. Oh mm. yeah. Yeah. And so as a part of that, we, they'd lined up the um the fireworks to go off on the woes of good grace. So mm-hmm. the end of the song, whoa, fireworks are going off. It's a it's a whole moment. <clears throat> anyway, we're in rehearsal and it's we we haven't been together as a band in a while. So we haven't been able to actually rehearse the the set. But we've played together for a while. We kind of know a flow. We're like we're gonna be fine. <laughs> we um we get together and as we're doing at the end of good grace on the people record, there's kind of this extra song. It's kind of still good grace, but it's a whole new song. And it's a fast thing called echoes. And, um, and we would normally do that as a bit of a party on the back of good grace. And so we're kind of just playing, we're playing through this with an acoustic in the green room. Like that's the extent of our rehearsal. And, um, <laughs> and we're, uh, we're doing it. And as a joke, I started singing over the top of it, Old Lang Sang. You know the New Year's song? Uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, um, Joel was like, oh, we should do it. And I was like, okay, yeah, I mean, yeah, that'd be fun. And he was like, and we should write new lyrics for it. <laughs> and it's like, we're talking, we're, it's New Year's Eve. It's like, it's 7 p.m. on New Year's Eve. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, I was like, I don't know if that's a good idea, dude. And he, <laughs> he, 
his response to me was like, what, you don't think we could do it? And then that, <laughs> it just, I was like, no, we could do it. So I was like, okay, fine. I'm in. He got me. And um, so we go back to the hotel. We write lyrics for this um, old Lang Zang. And um, they're actually pretty good. And I was like, okay, this is going to be a fun moment. It's going to be great. Get back to the venue. And um, I sit down with the graphics operator and I was like, hey, and I, I'm sorry if that person's listening because I don't mean to throw you <laughs> under the bus. But um, I was like, hey, I, I really need these lyrics to like come up because we literally just wrote this song. And they're like, okay, I got you. I'm like, okay, cool. We go to, um, we go to start the set and um, we obviously had our, we had it all timed because we had to start the song manually at like minus three fifty four of New Year, so that the woes would go off at the exact right time, right? right. And um, and so we had the set list planned before that, so we'd have the timing right. We had like little moments. Um, we had it all sorted, but the person before us, bless their heart, really. Uh, I'll not say who it was, but they took the gap, so to speak, oh. and they had a real moment in their set that went on about 10 minutes longer. Oh, so, oh. which is, it was fine. A great moment, but it just meant that then we kind of had to throw the plan out the window and on the fly, come up with a way time-wise we were going to be able to get to good grace by the oh. right amount of time. Right. The problem was if we're in the Mercedes bands. And so the, like we're on the halfway line, but the rest of the band like, so the singer's on the halfway line, but the rest of the band is in the end zone. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. And so oh, gosh. we can't, like, um, we can't call, like, we have signals to try to, like, so, you know, chorus, bridge, whatever. You can't, like, just like, a, Dylan's like a dot. Like, I can't, <laughs> we can't call the signals. And we get up there, and it from the start, it was just chaos. So we've got packs are dying. Like, my pack just gave up at one point. I think because of the RF or something happened, mm. Joel dropped his pack down a hole. Like, you know, the grits. That comes off, falls down a hole. We're trying to call us on the flight. There was microphones for us in the case of an emergency that we could talk to the band, like MD mics kind of hidden under the stage. We went over there, but the, the band before us had put all their mics there as well. So there's like seven oh mics. And we can't find them. <laughs> So we're trying to talk to the band. We can't talk to them. Anyway, we eventually we we eventually get to Good Chris. We kind of just about make it there. Joel had to like, I think Joel started preaching for about four minutes so we could patch the gap. <laughs> um, and um, we get it. We start it. The fireworks, like the whole thing's great. The fireworks go off. I actually nearly got hit by a, they did warn me, hey, there's a giant pyrotechnic right behind you. Like, don't get to it and i just forgot and i'd go watch the hair (laughs) so we we get to good grace we do it it's amazing and we get to the thing at the end and joel gets up there and he's like all right he's like you know it's new year's we're having a good time like whatever it's like i have my um my irish brother here with me like he's gonna sing a he's gonna sing a song for you and so i go to start old lang zang but as you could probably guess what's gonna happen the lyrics (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and the problem with that is I don't even know the original lyrics. Oh, no. oh, I've since learned them. Should ever this happen again? But and so the lyrics aren't there. I can't remember the lyrics we just wrote, and I don't know the original lyrics. And so the first thing I did in 2020, in front of 80,000 people, was I stood on stage, Irish jigging with Joel, going, 
singing gibberish and i was like okay maybe if i ham up my irish accent people will just yes think yeah <laughs> it was so bad and the worst part was this girl's pack had fallen down the hole he didn't know that this was not landing like he because he can hear what i'm doing he thinks i'm just he thinks i'm doing good <laughs> and we get to the end of the song we're jigging around and he's like um I'm like, oh, get me out of here. Like, this is the most embarrassing moment of my entire life. And um, and he's like, yeah, sing it again. And then JD actually, JD broke his ankle as well that night. He had to get reconstructive surgery. Oh. Just like, he, oh. but he, as a, the champion that he is, he stayed up and kept, um, he kept wow. singing. Yeah. Wow. Oh my gosh. What a night. <laughs> it was honestly what a night. It was really like it was it was really fun. But it was one of those moments where I was like, how did we get here? Like how did we get here? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, we've got I mean, I've got a lot of stories. I could tell you one more that it's probably one of the funniest things that's happened to me in the more recent um past. And it actually wasn't, it's not really my story to tell but I'm going to tell it because it's really good. Um, Let's go. Where I was out with Brian and Katie Torwald and um, we were in Orange County. No, maybe Long Beach. Anyway. Um, yeah, Long Beach. And we were doing these, this Q&A before the, before this, before the night. <laughs> and um, anyway, Q&A starts. There's this lady and she seems really excited to ask a question. So she's, her hand's straight up in the air. We go to her. And she's just, she's saying, to talking to the Torvalds. That's why it's not really my story to tell, but I'm going to tell it. <laughs> She's like, hey, I just, I really love you guys. I really love everything you've done. Um, you've, you've written songs that have gotten me through so many things. Like my favorite one of them being um, Raise a Hallelujah. Like I just really love, <laughs> I really love that song. And, um, and so Katie is like, you can tell she's like, I don't know what to do with this. So she's, she really graciously kind of responds and she's like, Hey, we actually didn't write that song. <laughs> but you know, we, we, do, we, that's actually the Hesslers, but we do have another thing that we wrote with them that we're going to sing tonight, sign mine. Um, anyway, she goes on and gives this good response. And the lady is like, um, she's like, are you, are you sure? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, sorry. Like I'm, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> No word of lie. This lady looks so dead Pretty in the sure. Oh no, I'm at the wrong concert. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that's fantastic! I couldn't believe it. It was wow. one of, honestly, and I I never really recovered from the. I was just laughing. The rest. Wow. The rest. Oh my gosh, that's fantastic. Gosh, that's hilarious. That's hilarious. Oh my gosh. That's fantastic. It happens to everyone. That's good. To, what a great <laughs> reminder. Man. Oh my gosh. Um, so, okay. We end every interview with the same question. We call it the big room question. If we could gather every worship leader and all their volunteers, every production leader and all their volunteers, and we got them all together in one big room and we gave you a microphone, what would you, what would you want to say to them? I would say if you're going to, um, Sing old Lang Syne, you should learn the words. 
<laughs> no, um, I, don't, I mean, I, I think, uh, I would say, I would just encourage them that, um, they're, they're doing a good job. And what I mean by that is not like, cause I actually don't know what kind of job they're, they're doing. individually. <laughs> it might not be, but what I mean by that is, um, the fact that you're here, the fact that you're like actually giving up your time to invest in the, in the church or the community, whatever it is that, that um, you're, you're building here. And um, the fact that you've even taken that step and you've got that far is not something that you should, um, like that's, that's actually amazing. And a lot of people don't get that far. And, um, and good for you. Like, and thank you for serving. Thank you for caring. Um, thank you for showing up essentially. Cause I think, um, I think that's a thing we can start to take, especially when you're used to people being there and volunteering and whatever, you start to take their, their presence for granted. And it maybe goes the opposite. It's like you see leaders get annoyed when people aren't there as opposed mm-hmm. to just being grateful that, um, they showed up to, to begin with. And, um, and then I think beyond that, you know, we can try our very best to get as excellent at everything that we are contributing as possible so that we can, um, so that we can add as much beauty to, to church and to, um, and yeah, I guess this expression of God as we can, but that, I think that's secondary to, um, just the, the, the looking after people and how good it is that they're there to begin with. So I'd say good for you. Thanks for. Thanks for being here. Mm-hmm. So good, man. What a great reminder and what a gift, man. Thank you so much for just giving the church these amazing songs to sing to God, to worship with. Um, keep going. I hope you write a thousand songs that are better than so. Well. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be tough. It'll be tough. Hey, it's a, it's a mountain to climb, but you can do it. You got it. No, thank you and, guys so uh, much. man, just thank you. We appreciate you, man. Thanks for taking the time today. That guy is funny. He is. He is. Yeah. I think of all the things I thought he would be, I don't know that I had this expectation of right. him to be that funny. Right. He was super funny. Oh, I, I thought everything was going to be like the lyrics to So Will I, right. like, <laughs> like super deep. And like he was going to be so profound. The two of us are sitting there going, I don't know what he's saying. <laughs> right. No, like he did say a lot of profound oh, stuff, he did. but, he did. but the but funny the sh- stuff, oh right. my gosh, those, that, uh, old anxiety. Yes. <laughs> story from yeah. That's fantastic. Man. Yeah. He was a delight. Yeah. He was a yeah, delight. he's fantastic. He's, he'd be a good guy to hang out with. He would be. Maybe we can set that up. You know, he, you know what he is? He's probably the kind of guy, if he's got new music coming out, he'd share it with his friends. Oh my gosh, there it is again. <laughs> oh, fam, pray for Brian and the deep offense in his heart, the wounded spirit he seems to it's have. wounded, guys. <laughs> I'm wounded. Guys, thank you so much for listening to episode 213 of the Worship Leader Props podcast. Um, Hey, remember to hit subscribe wherever it is that you're listening to this podcast. That way you never have to go look for us. We just show up every single Tuesday morning. So subscribe. Don't look for us. Subscribe. And then maybe this week, do a couple solids. It's a new year. Maybe you have a resolution. Maybe one of your resolutions could be to go to Apple Podcasts. Leave us a five-star rating with a nice review. Drop some nice words in there just helps us get the um, podcast out in front of more people. And another Mm -hmm. way 
you could help us get the podcast out in front of more people to share it, you know, share this with your, get a little share, little share. It's real easy. You hit those little dots and it lets you, you know, send it to your family, to your friends, to your teams, but help us share the podcast and uh, get the message out. We think this is something that adds value to people's lives. Mm, mm, mm. And guys, thank you so much for following us um, on all of the socials, for interacting with us, you know, sending us your hilarious content. Hey, even sending us your DMs, asking us, you know, the serious questions and entrusting us with what's going on in your Mm, life. We, mm. um, we're so honored. Um, You can find us at Worship Leader Probs on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. And uh, you can even find us over there on Twitter by searching the hashtag Worship Leader Probs. Yeah, man. And if you, you might get a comment from me that says, why are you being so obtuse? Right. You might, you, you might, might get, get that. that. I'm going to start using that. That should just be your response to everything. That'll be for, my clap for a back. Season. From when, yeah. when somebody comes in hot, I'm going to say, why are <laughs> yep. you being so obtuse? Yeah. I think that's great. <laughs> um, you know who isn't obtuse? Our friends at Maven Media Productions. They're yeah. the best in the biz, guys. They're doing so much work to edit our podcast and they've just raised the game for us. And, um, they can do that for you as well, for your church, your ministry, your maybe you got a secular business, or some yeah. little side hustle. You need some help uh, developing like a social media brand. Maybe you're a person who's releasing new music and you're yeah. hiding it from those closest to you, um, <laughs> but you need somebody to help guide you through that process. Maven can do that as well. Yeah. So I hope you will hit them up at mavenmediaproductions.com. Guys, we love hanging with you. Thanks to Scott Hoke for our intro and we'll see you again next week. Until next time, deuces. Smell you later.